here at Lake Grove Presbyterian Church, we recognize the complexity of this season and are inviting all of us to reflect on our experience of this complicated and uncertain time. Welcome to Caring Conversations. We are so glad that you're here today. I'm Pastor Lillian and I'm here with Pastor Susan and we are on episode 21, part two of Reconciling Relationships. And if you were with us for the last couple of weeks in episode um, 19, we talked about exhaustion, um, the fatigue that we are encountering during this season and reconciling relationships came up as one of the suggestions as to how we can manage our exhaustion. So we're just picking up from our last episode because um, it's such a rich and deep topic. We decided to split it up in two. And so I'm just gonna hand it over to you, Susan. Let's uh, continue our talk about reconciling relationships, how we can best do that. Thank you, Lillian. So good to be with you again and with all of you who are listening in. You know, just even remembering and recalling our conversation about exhaustion and just the emotional exhaustion we many of us are feeling at this, you know, year mark of COVID and ongoing. One thing is we brought up reconciling relationships as a way to alleviate exhaustion, that almost seems a little bit counterintuitive. We mentioned that last time, like, are you kidding? That sounds like I might go into more difficult things, difficult conversations, too heavy to carry. But really the gift is there can be clarity. And what we wanted to expand on more was this idea of what is mine to carry and what is someone else's? So in reconciling a relationship, when it can feel those you feel the broken edges of it or the weight of it, that it can be a real, really helpful and a gift to clarify what actually is my part. So I thought I'd shared a couple thoughts on that. I'd love to hear what you think, Lillian. Um, one, using language for like this, that says, what am I responsible for? And what am I responsible to? Reality is that all of us, we can only be responsible for ourselves, but that does include all of us. So it means we're responsible for our emotions, our reactions, our responses, all, and to add a third word, similar behavior, our attitudes and our thoughts. That's the only thing we can genuinely control. And if you think, um, even looking at scripture and it's so beautiful how this promise of the Christian faith is that it is a with God life and that we have the Holy Spirit with us and can live in that. And, you know, so many of you will know this right on the top of your heart, what the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, gentleness, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Nowhere are we given control of others. We get, we get invited to help care for others, to walk with others, but never to control them. What are your thoughts, Lillian, about that thinking of what we're responsible for? And then we can talk about what we're responsible to. Yeah, I think that that's such a helpful question for us to help give ourselves perspective. So 
kind of backing up a little bit, when we have a broken relationship, whether it is with uh, between parent and child, between friends, um, roommates, spouses. So when there is a broken relationship, even you know, teacher-student, I think. Um, so when there is a broken relationship, then to ask, what am I responsible for? What am I responsible to? And that can help just frame, um, frame our thinking. Instead of becoming so immersed and drowning in the hurt and the betrayal and the abandonment and all of those emotions that go along that we feel so deeply um, when, when there is a broken relationship. So they, I think that's a really good perspective. What am I responsible for? Well, the truth is I'm only responsible for and responsible to myself. Yeah. Thank you. You know, as, oh, I didn't mean to cut you off if I did. Um, but as we are responsible for it, and you, what you were just mentioning, that's helpful to know because we can step back a little bit, which is a, a helpful thing in a broken relationship, right? Because we can feel like, and for those who are listening but not watching, I'm holding my hands up like in two um, fists, honestly, but then bringing them together kind of head to head or, you know, butting up against. It can be when you're stuck in between something like that, it can be hard to have the perspective. And if we are, okay, wait, what am I responsible for? Because you can get, you can get stuck in all the, what they said, and then what I did. And then it just feels like this miry, mucky mess. If we can back ourselves up and realize, okay, I'm a whole person. I have my, and I'm cupping my other hand around one hand. That's what you're responsible for. And you can back up and say, okay, and, and it actually does help to back up and give yourself some space um, and even inviting God. And don't worry about, don't make this a pious thing. Just cry out help, <laughs> right? Don't make it a, oh, I have to clean this up. Just say, God, I need help in figuring this thing out. And just, you can pour out your feelings, whatever it is, to know how, what am I responsible for? And um and then kind of tease out because some things probably have gotten stuck together as you were butting up with one another, where you might either feel dragged into taking care of someone else's stuff or they're trying to take care of your stuff, where you can back up and say, okay, I know what I'm responsible for and that's how I'm going to respond in this. What I will do, the words I will choose to say, and that spirit-led life means we get to ask God for help in those things. And that offers us agency rather than hopelessness. Yes. We're stuck together and so wrapped up in that the brokenness of the relationship. It can feel like we are, um, we're like in this pit, right? You just can't separate yourself from all of the miry muck. You know? Yes. And, um, and then being able to ask those questions, what am I responsible for and what am I responsible to helps us then, it, it frees us Yes. from getting, we can get out of that pit, we can get right. out of um, that mess and it could help separate and define right. a bit more perspective to hold on. Right. You know, Lillian, as you were talking, I was seeing it even a little bit more clearly of how we've been talking about this reconcile relationships. When we say it like that, okay, <laughs> to help with our exhaustion, reconcile relationships, boy, doesn't that talk about a finished thing? 
like, oh, good. And it is reconciled. Mm -hmm. The reality is some, and we talked about this, some we can reconcile, some we cannot. But the only thing you can ever do is take care of your part. And so it would be, I think, actually more truthfully said, it would help with our exhaustion, is what can I control in this? And then what, so then what, Lord, can you help me let go of? Because you might be trying to control someone else and realizing you have been trying to step on a lever that has someone else's weight on it. And it simply is not yours to move. I want you to hear the freedom and the grace in that. And it isn't this, boy, there's a completed thing, but we're working this life with Christ together. And you can just take that next step towards a reconciliation or, or what it is, the clarity in that. Mm -hmm. I also want to say one more thing about responsible too, and that is, you know, helpful. Okay, then if you're saying Pastor Susan and Lillian, if I'm only responsible for myself, what about that other person? And if they keep coming towards me or they're ignoring me, uh, whatever it might be, I think the responsibility to them, because we have relationships, it's not saying like, oh, I'm pulling in all my, as almost if you're a castle and you pull up the gate and there's a moat around you because you're just taking care of you. There is a responsibility to try to give the most loving response, the one that is honest mm -hmm. and allows for the most possible growth. Mm -hmm. And maybe to get a picture of this, this might help us in a relationship that, um, I'm gonna use a little example here and we, get, we can tease it out, but do you know, have you ever seen a little baby bird cheap its way out of a, um, an egg? And boy, it could be, you might be feeling like whatever your problem relationship, what that is, there's a little baby bird in there cheeping out. And wouldn't you just help me? But if you were to take that shell off for them, it would actually harm them. They would not be able to gain the strength, the stamina, what they need in order to flourish in their life. And it's kind of that kind of a thing. Being able to know your response is only your response. But to give people, we have honest relationships and being able to work with growth for others. Mm -hmm. But remember, it's not you deciding their life, but from you, where you are, what's your most loving, honest, growth possible response? Mm -hmm. And so that honest growth um, response could be, um, we're not talking about abandoning our broken relationships, but maybe taking a step back and realizing you can't be the one to um, remove those shells or to, to help along the way, their way of growth, but it's not your growth. Right. So to remember that distinction. Yes. Yeah. You are working on your growth. They have theirs. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like to bring up one more thing because I think this this comes so often to us as Christians and boy we have committed to a life of love and care for other people and sometimes that can make things like this complicated and feeling like I need to have a certain response because that's the Christian one or the nice one or the this one but we can tend to here I just want to offer us that again it's it's the freedom of the clarity to not either over function or under function and to be able to look at that's what it is because we can put spiritual words on that mm. and a spiritual word for under functioning like abandoning pulling all you know supports out might be well God their God God will take care of them 
when actually you've been put in their life to offer that honest growth response that will help them. But it's also not, oh my goodness, yes, that, you know, scripture tells us to bear one another's burdens. Yes, but not to take their burdens, help them bear their burdens. And so it's not like when you overfunction, then you do exactly what we were talking about of take care of their growth, which uh, that's nothing because it doesn't help them grow. And it obviously just puts more burden on you and doesn't help you grow. <laughs> You're doing their work for them and not doing your own perhaps. I think that's such an important point to recognize, yes, in the Christian community and in churches, we are um, called to serve one another, but that doesn't mean doing for them. <laughs> it's um, whether it's coming alongside, uh, being um, that support, but again, I think the point that I want to remember from this conversation is that we don't want to rob people's opportunity to grow in the name of, oh, I'm, I'm helping you. Um, and then on the flip side, we don't want to cut ties and just wash our hands of our relationships and say, forget it. Like that's, I don't want anything to do with you. That's the underfunctioning. Right. We don't want to do that either. Right. Exactly. That's Good reminder. And, and one more reminder on that that I know we talked about last week as well, because this is important to know and, and we want to say it whenever it can. Sometimes there is a relationship you just have to, to move away from. And if that is, um, and then maybe it'd be good to talk with someone about that. I feel like I might be abandoning someone or there's this, for an example, in addiction or in abuse, something like that, where you're, A, you need to take care of your safety and what you need, or the reality is that for that most honest growth producing result is to remove yourself from the situation because they need to take those next steps. Yes. And that's not abandoning, right? Right, you know? right. I think that's absolutely true. Um, kind of reiterating, we can be loving and honest um, and still step away yes, for their sake and your own. And I think this is probably a topic of another conversation, but I just wanna pinpoint back to that idea of abuse, which in some ways our generation, we've become, I believe we're blessed because the abuse is not just physical abuse. Like we are aware of the many types of abuse there, there are, what uh, emotional, psychological, physical, um, and those are all reasons for us to then step away. Like that is not yours to, to carry and for your own safety. Mm -hmm. Emotional and psychological abuse is a little bit um, less easy to, uh, to, you know, to, to see or to call out. And so in the name of, um, unfortunately, in the name of, uh, as Christians, we kind of let that go undetected. And that is, um, I think that is a, a great sin on our part. And so anyhow, again, topic for another conversation, but just to be aware that yes, we're not saying stick with it. Yes. Um, if you, especially if you're in a, um, in or around an, a relationship that is causing you harm. Yes. Thank you for bringing that. Those are wise words and definitely I think worth taking another look at one day. Yeah, thank you, Lillian.
Well, so Susan, I was wondering then if you would, um, if you would pray as we wrap up this conversation, could you offer a prayer for all of the broken relationships that we have um, and um, just pray a prayer of blessing for all of us? Oh, I would love to, thank you. Oh, beloved Lord, we are so thankful that you know us, that you know the relationships we are walking with, you know the wounds we are carrying, you know our heartaches, the things we so wish were different, or the things that we are so puzzling about in relationships that are really hurting. Through your Holy Spirit, would you speak to us? Give us the clarity we need to be able to see and know what we are responsible for and what we are not, what is actually being placed in our hands and what is not. And would you help us give the rest to you? Help us with wisdom and insight in knowing how to be so connected to you that your spirit can be filling us with your life-giving presence and words. Help us to root into your deep love to be able to grow in the health that you have for us and then that that is a blessing in our relationship. Thank you for your tender care always. We lift all to you. In the powerful name of Jesus, our great healer, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Susan, for the thoughtful conversation. And thank you all for listening and joining us. We hope that uh, we get another opportunity for you to invite you to, into our caring conversation. So until next time, take care. Take care.